<laughs> Confusing name, Libby, Libby. The first name is Libby, the family name is Libby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the hurdlers, 
when they run the track or when they run the Hajj and 10 meters, they actually, there's actually no penalty when you go over a, or you, you, you trip, you fall, or you run into a, uh, a hurdle that you're, jump, you're jumping over. As a matter of fact, that means that when you're in the race and the gun goes and it runs off, it's possible that an Olympic athlete can just run straight and run into every single hurdle. Every single hurdle, you just pick someone up, you can run into all of them, crash, do whatever. If he finishes, there's no penalty. There's no penalty. You can run, you can trip over, you can do anything, you know. As long as you finish, then, you know, you're still considered an Olympic athlete. And that's something I, I found very um, weird. I always thought that, you know, if they trip or if they hit a hurdle, then there'd be like some sort of like time penalty or something like that. But it ends up, you can just, every race that can run, if it's faster for you to just, you know, maybe you're like a big, you know, strong person like Javon, you can just run straight into the hurdles, you can pick up all the hurdles on your way, not jump over any, any of them. And if you come first doing that, then that counts as our first place, you get gold. But there's a reason why we don't see any, you know, athletes or uh, elite um, hurdlers doing that. Uh, and we'll go over that uh, in, our, in our points. And uh, firstly, we have the reason they don't do that is for an efficient race. An efficient race. <clears throat> Romans chapter 9 verse 27. Romans 9 27, just page over. Oh, sorry. Romans 6, uh, Romans 6, 14. The one we're on. Okay. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Ye are not under the law, but under grace. So we are under grace. There's a, there's a thing that, you know, uh, at school, uh, I have a class that I don't really, uh, you know, I, I used to enjoy, but I don't really enjoy anymore. But, uh, I, uh, at high school, English is more now as heavy on you know this person's opinion. As well, you know, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But there's a my teacher for English. Me and her don't have the best um, relationship. Well, of course you know I respect the teachers, but you know there's a certain you know, tension between each other, uh, me and her. But it's because when it comes to you know uh, how we view things or how we view the world, we're pretty much um, opposites. She's very much. Thank you. She's very much, um, you know, uh, you know, free to everything. You know, whatever ideology you have, you know, you can do it. Whatever, you know, opinion you have, you can say it. And she knows I'm Christian because, uh, you know, it's mentioned in a lot of my uh, English papers. But I, I remember one time in English, she was going, she was chatting with. Um, one of the kids, one of my mates who's Muslim, they were talking about, you know, how, how does one get to, you know, the Muslim paradise? And they got to the point, but she, um, well, I wouldn't say hate, hate is stronger, but she doesn't really like um, Christians. And there's two Christians that I know that's in my, in my class. I think Mako will know one, his name is Shalom. But she doesn't really, she's not really fond of, of Christians, and she posed a question to the class, because she likes beefing with kids. I don't know what's her problem, but <laughs> she, you know, she pulls a, a Christian's class and she was like saying, you know, you know, I, is it, she was like saying, you know, towards us, you know, is it, is it the, the good Christians that, that go to heaven and then the bad Christians that go to hell? You know, it doesn't make sense, you know. And she was like, you know, 
Uh, is there any Christian, you know, is there anyone who like knows their Bible? And she says that, she looks straight at me. Because <laughs> me and Shalom sit right next to each other. And Shalom's uh, piece he's doing right now in English is about Christianity. And when she said it, was like, well, is there anyone in this classroom who knows the Bible? <laughs> and she was looking towards us, and her, 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 she was just confused on, you know, is it the good, you know, say you're a Christian, but you're a bad Christian. You go to, you go to heaven or hell. And we tried, I'm not sure if Shalom is Baptist. I don't think he's Baptist, but he says he's Christian. But uh, I tried explaining to her, you know, that it's uh, by grace. And then she was saying, you know, uh, what's the verse? Uh, Ephesians 2, verse 8, for by grace you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. And she didn't really understand, she, didn't, she couldn't digest uh, God's grace or what grace is. Because, you know, she was saying, you know, but well, what if you're a bad Christian? And then me and Shalom looked to each other and said, oh, you want attention or do I want attention? No. <laughs> no, but we had to explain that there is no bad, uh, there is no good Christian. Yeah. There is no good Christian. Yeah. There's only, you know, a good Christ. There's only a great Christ. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And she couldn't really digest the fact that we're saved by grace. And I, and what she responded with, and I, I'm sure it's something that Pastor would have encountered, whether it's you know, someone on the street or anyone who's you know talked with someone about uh, you know eternal salvation. They say this thing, and she said, "Isn't that dangerous? Isn't, isn't that dangerous being saved by grace? Uh, what do you mean? Isn't that dangerous? You can just you know be saved by grace, and you're eternally secure to go to heaven. Doesn't that mean you can just sin? Doesn't that mean you have a license to just do whatever you want?" And she said, "Oh, I, I thought about it, and you know." At first, it sort of makes sense, you know. You're guaranteed salvation. You're guaranteed the price is already paid. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can add on to. There's nothing you can, you know, take away from it from the salvation that's provided to us. Does that give us a license to sin? Can we just run the race and run into every single hurdle of sin? We still finish. Finishing is not a problem, you know. Uh, in, in our race, the, where's the finish line in our race? Is when we die. There's no problem with us finishing our race. So would it be possible for a Christian to just run his race and just trip onto every single hurdle of sin? It's possible. And she was, you know, she was saying, isn't that a, a dangerous concept, you know, uh, for Christians? And the thing is that it was easier for her to, you know, to say, uh, the first thing she thought of when you're saved is that you're saved, okay, let's sin. But that's not, that's not what uh, the Bible says. If we look at Galatians chapter 5 verse 13. Galatians 5 13. Hopefully she's not going to walk through the door. <laughs> if she walks through the door, she's my favorite teacher. That's what you guys say. <clears throat> Galatians 5 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Uh, liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, yeah. but by love, serve one another. Amen. So, we had a family devotion about revolving around liberty and freedom and free will and things like that. So we understand liberty, that is the freedom given to us. That is the freedom given to us, but it is not a freedom to sin. Instead, it is a privilege to serve. Yeah. So that is what was given to us. We are not to sin but to serve. It's much like our, our driving license. 
I'm sure many of us have a driving license. I got my driving license uh, last year, last year August. Last, yeah, like a week or two weeks after my birthday. I was gonna say I was gonna get on my birthday, but on the off chance that somehow let me fails, you know, I do it a week later, so it's not as you know doesn't ruin my birthday. But I, I got my license, and you know, the license we get it. You know, it doesn't mean, okay, you got your license, now you can legally crash. That's not what you get your license for. You know, when I, we were driving back from youth, youth program, and T was driving, <laughs> T was driving in front of us, and she decided to, to take her driving talents onto the footpath to show to the people. <laughs> you know, we don't blame the license that she was given. The license wasn't given to us to crash. You know, under certain conditions, she passed the test somehow, and then... <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she prayed because if she no. <laughs> the license that she's given is for her. It's a when when she shows the license of police officer, he knows that she has been given the privilege to drive on the road, and you're expected to drive safely. When we crash, crashing was never an option when you got the license. That's you're taking advantage of the license. You've been given the privilege to use the roads use, hopefully on the pathway, but to use the roads, to use the motorway, to use the motorway, no. you are not, you know, expected to crash. And that's the same with our salvation. Our salvation was given to us, as Pastor said this morning, as a redemption. We are saved, we are saved from uh, what we are uh, supposed to have, what we, you know, uh, what, do, what we are deserving of, which was hell, and now we are saved, and we are guaranteed to go to, to heaven, we have that salvation. Right. Yeah. Nowhere in there does it say, you now have a guaranteed way of salvation, you can go and sin. That was never the plan. As a matter of fact, usually it's saved, baptized, disciple. So that's the, you know, the, uh, the will of God. The will of God is never to, to sin. And, and a lot of time, we have to be careful of uh, sin as well. And at school, there's, a, there's another incident in social studies. And everyone... Uh, this is year, year 10, so everyone takes social studies in year 10. And this was during the, uh, the election, when we were doing the New, Cons was it New, Con yeah, New Conservative. And there was a, this thing called a junior election. And basically it's all the, I think, all, you can vote 16? This is 18. So all, all students under 18, they took this, it's, a, it's unofficial, but it's given to every school. And then basically, you, you know, you vote for who you want, and you know, certain, you know, uh, laws and things like that. And we had the election, so you had the parties, and I remember there was one that was, there was a dream while, uh, when they were trying to push for uh, medical marijuana. And I remember we, we, we got all, all given our uh, pieces of paper, you know, and you know, the team, and take this seriously, and then you see like all the boys in the back, well, what are you voting for? But you know, uh, I remember we, we voted, and we're like 14, we're 14. And you get, you get all the, um, for each class, they tally up all the votes and you get all the results back. And uh, to legalize uh, marijuana was over 50%. And you know, you can see how easy it is for, for them to digest sin now. It's easier for them, it's easier for my English teacher to, to digest things like legalizing marijuana, to digest sin, than it is for them to you know, uh, understand what God's grace is. That's how twisted this world is. It's easier for them to, 
to you know uh, see sin and you know uh, let it be acceptable than it is to to accept something like God's grace, which does no harm to them. It does no yeah. harm to them. Mm-hmm. It's easier for them to inhale smoke into their lungs than it is for them to accept Christ in their heart. That's the, that's what's going on in the world right now. And you have to be careful with these these hurdles because what the world does is they like to decorate the hurdle, so it doesn't look you know too bad. You know when you're going uh, when when you're tempted with sin, they try to you know put icing on. I don't really like icing. They try to put barbecue chicken on it. They try to put pork on it. Or Matthew would be try to put potatoes on it. <laughs> doesn't need rice or chicken, but you know they try to decorate these decorate sin. They try to make the hurdle not you know it's it's, it's not marijuana. It's, it's medical marijuana. You know. Oh, he's not smoking, he's, he's vaping. It's just water. You know, things like that. They try to decorate sin, they try to, you know, put a little That's seasoning right. on it, so yeah. it's easier for you to digest. And they've decorated it to the point where they'd rather push away Christ than uh, uh, push away Christ and accept uh, the sin. And we've seen it before. It's, you know, there's no new sin under the sun. You know, it happened before. It happened uh, with uh, Pilate and uh, Jesus Christ. You see how easy it was for them to accept uh, a criminal? Barnabas or Barabbas? Barabbas. Over, over our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. See, it's, it's, it's not something new. They've been doing this for, for ages. They've been doing this for years. But that's something we have to be careful with as well. You know, uh, the devil just gets more and more creative in how we present sin to us. So, <clears throat> we are not given... A license to sin. There's a re- you know those those hurdles when they they run the race. The reason they don't they don't uh, you know they try their best not to to hit the hurdle. They they do their best to jump over it is because they've trained all these years. Olympics is only for every four years. They've trained all these years. They've dieted. You know they've gone through conditioning, and they did that only to shave off the milliseconds. When you get to that level, they only want an improvement of 0.001 or 0.01. And the thing is, they can't get to that point, they can't train efficiently, they can't, you know, when they get onto the, the big stage, they can't run the race to their best if they're just going through and hitting every single hurdle. So in our Christian life, if you want to, don't, don't worry about finishing, but if you want to have an effective uh, walk with Christ, effective, uh, you know, race for the course, we ought to not, you know, to sin. Of course we have a, a nature within us, but we also have a new man. Yeah. You know, that yeah. So we have to do our best in maneuvering against against sin, resisting it, so that we have an effective an effective race. Number two, a pattern of life. Romans chapter twelve, verse two. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 And be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, 
so be not be not conformed. In our in our lives, it's easy for us to to build habits or to build uh, you know uh, uh, a way of life. Or the Bible says uh, conversation and how we do things. And you see those those hurdlers when they when they race, there's a pattern. They don't just in between each hurdle. There's a certain amount of steps that they've trained to take. So I searched up, and it's usually for uh, Olympic athletes three strides. So jump, three strides, jump, three strides, jump, three strides. What happens if they hit a hurdle? What happens if they fall over a hurdle? Those three strides are changed. They have a new pattern. It is very difficult for us in our Christian life if we've already established a way of life or a Christ-like way of life. If we sin, it's harder to bring back that pattern or to bring back that way of life. In uh, Hebrews, oh sorry, First Peter uh, one fifteen. First Peter one fifteen. But as which, oh, but as he which hath called you. Is holy, so be ye holy. No manner of conversation. So, manner of conversation, that is our, our way of life, our day-to-day stand, how we walk, how we talk, how we conduct ourselves. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, maybe we're in our, in our, in our own hurdles, and it's, you know, you get over that, that uh, obstacle easy. You know, you get over this, this sin easily. You know, you're not, you don't fall into the Temptation, and you're able to continue and just keep that pattern of three strides. You know, you're you're able to just you know do what the Lord wants you to do, and that's it. Just keep what's necessary and leave all else. But if we sin, if we maybe clip our our shin on a, on a hurdle, or you know a toe hits hits the hurdle and we stumble, all of a sudden those three strides turn to four, five, six, and we it's hard for us to get back into that that stride that we once were on. Or uh, in our Christian lives, it would be when we are walking with Christ. Say we're walking with Christ, and you know all is going well. You're coming to church. You're reading a Bible. Uh, you know you're faithful in the church and in all aspects and Bible reading and prayer. And say you, you stumble into sin. You stumble into sin, and all of a sudden that sin has made it that you're not as faithful as you were before with prayer, or you're not as faithful as you were with, before with uh, reading the Word of God. And what's happened is, it's now harder for you to get back uh, on those three strides, those necessary things. That, you know, you don't need to, you know those things that you had before. And that's what happens when we sin. All of a sudden, our way of life changes, or it says here, our manner of conversation. It can also be maybe the wrong people, as uh, Pastor Asia said before. Are we hanging around with the wrong people? And all of a sudden, you don't have that pattern anymore. You don't have that that Christ-like way of life anymore. So we need to. Uh, examine ourselves are there things in your life that that hold you back from having a consistent pattern, a consistent walk with uh, with God you know, are, are we getting over sin 1, 2, 3, jump, 1, 2, 3, jump 1, 2, 3, jump, or now has it been did you stumble over and now you're not going to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, no, jump and now you're all stumbling over you don't know what's happening around you, you know, you fell off you're not with the church anymore you're not fellowshipping with 
your brothers and sisters anymore, you're not reading the Word of God anymore, because you've tripped and fell on that sin. And I'll tell you, once you've tripped over once, it's easier, it's easier to trip over the next one. So it's better we just start, we just start now, or we just start today and make a decision within yourself that you're going to get over this certain, you know, subject, or over this certain, whatever uh, is going on in your life. As Pastor said before, all the alcoholics, they all started with just one drink. Just one drink. That's all that tripped them over. You see how hard it is for an alcoholic to get back into that stride, the, the, that walk of Christ that they might have had before? It's so difficult. You know, just, just one hurdle, just drinking. That's it. Or maybe it's, it's smoking. You know, maybe you just took, you know, you just hang around the wrong, you know, the wrong people, and, you know, you, especially at school. At school, you know, they'll be, you know, in the bathrooms. There's all, like, vaping and things like that. And, you know, I've been offered many times just, you know, you want to just take, you know, just take one hit. Or just, you know, just be one, just one vape. You know, don't worry, it's not smoking. Or it's not this, that's them decorating the sin, you know. It's just water. That's right. It's, it's just, you know, evaporating. And, you know, things like that. And then later on, they add nicotine and things like that. And, you know. But, yeah, they, you just take one, you know, one hit or one drink. And you stumble over that hurdle, it's not as easy to get back into that motion of coming back and doing the things that you did before. So it's very important that we we have a way of life that we stick to. And if you if you sin, if you can just continue to sin and sin and sin, it's harder for us to get back on track. It's harder for us to have that or be as close to Christ and now now walk with Him. Thirdly, here, the pain of the hurdle. <clears throat> Romans 6 6. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Uh, I'm sure, you know, as Christians, uh, you know, I'm sure we all know here that as a Christian we have two uh, natures. We have the old man and the new man. So the old man is the flesh, and the flesh wants to do the things of the of the flesh. And we know that the new man he wants to do the things of the spirit, the things of the Lord. And when we have these two uh, these two natures, they they oppose each other. And a lot of times they're opposite in how they react. Have you ever, uh, I don't know about you guys, but me, I like to see people um, fail. <laughs> Miserably not. <laughs> um, you've probably seen on like YouTube or you know, things like that, people are running the hurdle. And you know, it's really, it's pretty common for people to, you know, they maybe, you know, their ankle hits the, the hurdle on the way down, things like that, you know. They fall and they face plant. And you know, they all bruised up and grazed, and it's just amazing. <laughs> but you see them, when they get back up, they obviously, you know, they're in disarray. They look defeated. They look, you know, full of regret. You know, they trained all those four years just for them to not even finish. They just disqualified. They just, they don't want to get back up. You see, you see that happen? Or, or you know, you yourself, you know, maybe you're at, you're at school. Maybe you've, you know, I don't know, some people, maybe you're at work and you slipped over in front of, nah. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe you're at school and you, you know, slipped in front of everyone 
and then you felt face wet, the proper usual uh, emotion is, you know, you're, you're embarrassed or you're, you feel regretful. And that's something that we feel as a Christian. Imagine if you watch that video back and the hurdler is running again, same thing happens, his ankle clips on the, on the top of the hurdle, he starts rolling, his you know, face flat, you know, there's blood, he grazes himself, you know, bruised up. And imagine if he just started laughing. You know, we think, oh, this guy's on drugs or something, this guy's, you know, he's, uh, he's a bit crazy. That's the same with, uh, you know, our new flesh and our old flesh. Our new flesh, which is the flesh of the, uh, our, new, uh, our new man, which is the man of the or body of the spirit, it feels pain, it feels regret, it feels remorse when we sin. But the old flesh, if the old flesh were to trip over a hurdle of sin, it wouldn't feel anything. You know, it just you know that's just how it is. That's that's life. It's more acceptable now. You know, and uh, if we see here, Hebrews eleven twelve. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. I tell you, especially nowadays, the way the world sees it, sin is a pleasure. You know, it's a treat you have, you know, sometimes, you know, on the weekend to treat yourself to some sin. It's easy for them to digest sin like that. It says there, pleasures of than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. People actually, you know, us looking on the outside, uh, it's weird, you know, oh, people, you know, enjoy, uh, you know, you know, they take pleasure in, in pain, in sin, they don't have any remorse, you know, because our new, uh, our new man, our, our new body that we have, we sin, and what do we feel? We have the Holy Spirit within us, and you know, He's battling against it. You know, He's saying, you know, should you really be doing this? Don't you remember, you know, the last preaching, uh, last Sunday, you know, pastor said this and that. Don't you remember that? That's what, happen that's what happens when you sin. That's what happens when a child of God sins. You know, you feel regret. You feel remorse. You know, uh, but this new, uh, this new body that we have, this nature, this nature of sin that we have, when it sins, what does it feel? Nothing. It's, it's numb to the sin. Because that's, that's, that's what it is. It's the nature of sin. It's just normal. To, it's just normal to that to that person to sin. They don't feel any any remorse. They don't feel any any regret. In in boxing, there's a, a terminology called drunk punching. Basically, it's when uh, you know uh, an opposing boxer or one of the boxers he's been beaten up so much, he's taken so many punches that he can't feel the punches anymore. And it's not a good thing. Like oh, I'm so strong, I can't feel the punches. It's the fact that his literal nervous system has shut down. But he's still punching anyways. He's still going on, he still looks like a boxer, but he literally can't feel anything. Have you seen that people, they, you know, uh, maybe it's a boxing or a UFC, they've been knocked out and you know, they're out, and then, you know, the ref breaks it up, and then all of a sudden they wake up, like, out of nowhere, and you know, they start fighting with the ref. Have you seen that? That's, that's punch drunking. They can't feel anything. You know, they're still going on, but they can't feel anything. That's what it is with sin. You know, it might look like you're, you're still walking, talking in Christ, but when, you, when it comes to sin, you, you don't feel anything. Nothing, you know, you don't feel a sting. You, you can't hear the Holy Spirit. In uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6. Hebrews. Uh, 
Hebrews 12, 6. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. So we see there, if we, there's, there's no such thing as getting away with it with God. You know, when we, when we sin, or when we, when, we, when we wrong Him, if you're a child of God, you will be punished. If you happen to, to stumble over a, a, a hurdle of sin, you know, and it's maybe that you keep repeating that same hurdle, you just keep tripping and tripping up. If you're a, a child of God, you will be punished. And it's, it's more of a fearful thing if you're not. There's no such thing as, you know, oh, you know, I did this sin maybe, you know, uh, a month ago and I've been going on and on and on with this sin and I haven't been punished. I think God is, you know, still taking a nap. There's no such thing as that. You know, you don't, you don't get away with sin. As a matter of fact, it's scarier if you, if you do because there's two, there's only two reasons if that happens. One is the one before. You're, you're punched, you're, you're drunk punching. You're just going on with life, but you don't feel it. You don't feel any sin anymore because you've been doing it so much. You've been hit so many times that a punch is no longer a punch. You take pleasure in that. You've been, you know, sensitized. Sensitized. You know, you've taken so many, so many punches that punches don't feel like punches. They feel like you know, taps on the back. You know, we've been in mud for so long, you know, that it looks like a pillow of gold. You know, things like that. The other reason is a scarier reason. You're just not a child of God. It says here in the verse, if we read again, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If you happen to, to keep tripping over the same sin, the same hurdle, over and over and over again, and you know you feel like you're getting away with it, you know, life is good, things like that, you might you, know, you might need to pray because it says there that he scourgeth every son. There's nothing that goes you know, um, it gets away from God. In James, James chapter 4, verse 17. <clears throat> James 4, chapter 17. James chapter 4 verse 17 Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. If we can recognize that you know what we're about to you know get into is a hurdle of sin we're not supposed to run into it and you know even if it's decorated and things like that if we can recognize that it's sin and you just straight run into it then we have sinned. You know, and as a Christian, if we're reading our word, if we're praying, if we're listening to the to the preachings, it's quite easy to to uh, recognize the fact that it's sin. As a matter of fact, it's quite easy for unbelievers to recognize that it's sin. And what do you think it looks like when they're tripping over that hurdle? They're tripping, you know, they keep falling and bruising themselves, you know, getting back up and falling into the same thing. And they see a fellow Christian, and he's running, and he keeps tripping on the same thing. What does what message are they saying? You know, it doesn't look like we have a... It looks like you can get away with sin. You know, it looks like, oh, that Christian doesn't feel anything when he sins. You know, maybe he's not, he's, he's not uh, you know, of Christ. He's not Christ-like. That's the message we sin when we keep going over and over these sins. And it's even able for the unbeliever to recognize. The unbeliever knows not to murder. The unbeliever knows not to steal. The unbeliever knows not to lie. But I'm sure as a Christian, we still do. We still lie. 
Maybe not murder. No. <laughs> you know, but we still lie. And they know not to lie. And it says here in the verse we just read, David to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it to him, uh, and doeth it not to him, it is a sin. As a Christian, that verse should be, you know, times 10 for us. Because we should be, we should be in, this, in this word, we should be in the scripture. We should know right from wrong. So we should not be, you know, uh, tripping over the same hurdles uh, day after day after day. Colossians chapter 3 verse 25. Colossians. Colossians chapter 3 verse 25. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath he have done. And there is no respect of persons. So God it says, God doesn't care who you are, with, you know, what job, occupation, who you are in school, who you are you know, in your family. If you have done wrong, it says there, he that doeth wrong shall receive the wrong which he hath done. All things come back when it comes to a child of God. So, that's very important. It says, so we must, as a, as a Christian, Really, you know, look at ourselves, and you know, maybe we highlight a sin. Do we still feel wrong when that happens? Do we still feel, you know, can we can we can we hear the Holy Spirit saying, "Man, you shouldn't be doing this," or "Are you sure you're supposed to be doing this?" Is, it, is there a sin in your life where you you know that you know the Holy Spirit's you know knocking on your heart? Uh, I don't think you know this is the right thing to do. Maybe there's a sin in our lives where we take a bit you know easier. Maybe we decorated ourselves. You know, it's, it's a hurdle that you know we maybe hang up decorations on. Or it's it's not really sin. You know, there's this aspect to it, and there's this aspect to it, and there's this aspect to it. You know, in the word of God, sin is sin, and good is good, and you know, everything, everything that's in the word of God, you know, it is what it is. There's no other, you know, book at the bottom of the ocean they found that's right. you know, forty years later. Yeah. Says, oh, actually, no, yep. this sin is actually not this because of this. You know, there's no book of book of Judas. There's a book of Judas that they have. Oh, why don't they add it in? If it's not already added in, there's no point adding it in. That's right. So, do we still feel a pain? Do we still feel a, feel a, a sting when we trip over on those hurdles? Do we still feel that graze on our knee when we when we mess up in the eyes of the Lord? Do we still feel, you know, we can we see the blood when you've got a cut? Does it, does it cut deep or is it just, you know, a shallow enough cut that, you know, oh, I'll just do it again later? You know, so <clears throat> yeah. So there's two reasons here. If you don't feel pain when you trip over a hurdle, the first one is that you've been in that sin for too long that it doesn't it's not sin anymore to you. You know, and that's a that's a personal thing with with you. That's you know, each and every person has a, a different different life, and you know it within yourselves. I don't need to listen. You know, the whole entire Bible for you to know. I'm sure that the Holy Spirit will bring it up you know, in this very moment. Is that sin that we have that we keep on doing to the point where it's, you know, it's just a way of life, a way of conversation. And it's hard for us to get out of that pattern. And the second reason of why we might not feel pain when we trip over that hurdle, because you're just not a son of God. You haven't been saved yet. And that's a scary feeling because we've already invested so much time in coming to church. We've invested so many time in, you know, Reading the Bible in the end, we're not saved. How's that possible? It already says in the Word of God, there's people that are going to come to God and they're going to say, Lord, Lord, and you know, God doesn't know them. 
He doesn't know who you are. So we must make sure that we know the Lord as our personal Savior, the right way, the proper way. So that, you know, and, and one of the easiest ways is that, you know, and it's, you know, it might not you know, feel nice, but it's to be punished. So you've done a sin, and you know, you've been punished, and you're reminded of that sin that happened. That's a, a good way of knowing that, you know, the Holy Spirit's with you. You know, although He punishes you, it's not just, you know, a punish that, you know, oh, you're punished because you're just bad. But He's also trying to, you know, get you back on the right track. No? So, it's better for us, hopefully, all of us are saved. And you have that Holy Spirit that pricks you on the side every time you sin. So, I just go over. So, firstly was an efficient race. An efficient race. An efficient hurdler doesn't run straight into everything. Or, or, you, or, you know, how many number of hurdles and just, you know, smacks them all over. No, he goes over them because it's more efficient. He wasn't, you know, he's not a hurdler if he's just running into everything. And salvation is not a, a license to, to sin, but a privilege to, given to us to serve. Secondly, we went over a pattern of life. Hurdlers, they have their pattern. It's three strides jump, three strides jump. Our pattern of life is to be patterned after, after Christ, after the things that He has done. And we know that if we trip on those hurdles, if we trip and trip and trip, it's very hard for us to get back into that pattern of life, that way of conversation. And lastly, we went over the pain of a hurdle. Do we still feel, you know, stings? Or do we still feel the Holy Spirit uh, within us grieve when we sin? Or are we just, you know, so accustomed to it that it doesn't feel like sin, or hopefully not, is it that we are just not saved, we're not a child of God. And that's a scary thing too, to, uh, you know, put in our heads, you know, am I not a child of God after all this time of serving? You know, it's possible because serving is not going to get you saved. You know, coming to this church is not going to get you saved. So yeah. really, you know, put it in your heart, you know, when I sin, when I wrong the Lord, am I, you know, being corrected? Of course, it's different as a trial, and you can really see within yourself that this is a trial given to God for you to overcome. You don't see anything in the past that might have you know, brought this about. But if it's sin, and God wants you to deal with it, you will punish you. It's just the way it is. You know, it's the same with us kids. When you were young, and you know, we, I don't know, hit our little brother, or, I don't know, we steal something from, you know, the cabinet, and we just start eating my little roll. And you know, our parents will come to, I don't know, be equipped, whatever is around, you just scan the area. Hopefully though, they don't find anything you know, too hard. Usually it was just wooden spoon or you know, things like that. Hopefully they don't, you know, sometimes they'll tell us, hey, go get the spoon. And I'll open the drill and I'll sort of, you know, analyze the material. Uh, this, one, this one's metal, uh, plastic, or I don't know, and there's a wooden one. And I'll try to get the softest one, but you know. That's how it is in life, you know, your, your parents will discipline you. But that's because they're, you're his son or you're his daughter. And it says there in the verse we read before, if you don't, you know, God will chase those that he loves because they're his sons. He wants to correct them. So, hurdles of sin, that was a good for tonight, but the main thing is just uh, that I want to you know, share to you is that last verse. Do we still have a, a regret? Do we still have a, a feeling that's, uh, you know, with us, a prick in our hearts? when we do the wrong to God. Let's bow and close our eyes in prayer. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for uh, Lord, this uh, message, Lord, I pray, Lord, that the sound, Lord, and uh, 
according to you, Lord, and pray like that, Lord, uh, we'll be reminded or um, learn something new, Lord, help us, Lord, to, uh, Lord, have a sensitivity when it comes to, uh, Lord, your word, and um, what you don't want us to do, Lord, help us, Lord, to, to run the race effectively, help us, Lord, to, to overcome uh, sin in our lives, Lord, uh, to, to spiritually feed, Lord, the, the new man, the new nature that we have from you, Lord. Uh, Lord, help us, Lord, uh, this is the evening, Lord, and uh, for this week, Lord, as we go to our respective uh, places, Lord, for those who are sins, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.